Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. to the Retail Corner Podcast and to one more exciting episode we have for you guys today. Today we're going to be talking about last mile delivery and we have an exceptional guest for you guys. We have Bill Catania, the CEO and founder of OneRail. He has an exceptional track record of building and scaling complex technology platforms, business-to-business transaction networks, and two-sided business-to-business marketplaces. Bill, it is a pleasure to have you. How are you doing this morning? Thank you very much, Carlos. I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me. Awesome. Well, we're so excited to have you and we're so excited to talk about OneRail. Uh, and OneRail, everybody, just so you have, you know, a surface understanding my and my understanding, and Bill, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, it is uh, a solution or a platform per se that allows enterprise businesses for all scales, right, small, large, medium, uh, in order to connect their POS system, their e-commerce and their ERP solutions into one platform that really allows them to have an ecosystem of delivery networks and internal fleets in real time you know uh and bill i'll let you add to that if you like i need to get my sales team to say it as well as you just did that was uh, (laughs) perfect i needed i need to i need to get you on board here Uh, so so yeah that's exactly what we do we we are a solution you know the center of that solution is our enterprise platform and you said it so well it connects into what we call the demand signal which is where the orders come from and it gives that shipper one single source of truth for all of their final mile delivery. Um, as you stated, yeah, we, we have a network of about nine and a half million drivers now. We've aggregated over wow. 400 delivery companies. So when that order comes in, there's an automatic matching. You know, we optimize the mode of shipment, you know, across courier and parcel and LPL. And then we pick the right carrier or courier, and then we track that delivery all the way through to proof of delivery with, with dynamic ETAs and proof of delivery, all managed by a team uh, here in the United States in Orlando, Florida. All the exceptions are managed, you know, so it combined, think of it as combining technology with courier capacity mm-hmm. with, with humans, you know, and that's really what makes our solution special and unique. Wow, that's amazing. And I've, and I've heard a lot about, you know, last mile delivery and a lot of different companies that are offering this, right? And I've seen it uh, in different forms. For example, on, on an e-commerce platform, a lot of times they try to showcase real time how many days it's going to take for the customer to get that merchandise in order to incentivize the customer, right? And I think it all started really this competition, correct me if I'm wrong, with really with Amazon, right? And, and Walmart yeah. and those guys teaching our consumers how nice it is to get merchandise the next day they order it, right? Uh, And so with that, uh, how did OneRail really get started? You know, was it because of the Amazon movement or was it something that you guys already had in mind and and it just happened to coincide with the industry? So so Amazon did a great job, I think, setting the bar for everybody. Um, And COVID did a number in accelerating the need for shippers all over to have Amazon-like capabilities. So Amazon set the 
bar and then COVID said, hey, if you don't accelerate your, your innovation roadmap and you can't deliver same day predictably or, or at minimum next day predictably, and the key is predictably, then you're not going to be successful. And so you see that during the earnings calls, right? The retailers that have prepared have, have been rewarded and the ones that have not prepared are being punished. And that's true, you know, across more than just retail. You know, it's true across product manufacturers, uh, you know, all, all verticals. Uh, how how OneRail got started was I, I myself, as a consumer, had a bad experience trying to get a refrigerator delivered. And that was the beginning for me. You know, it, it took, wow. it was a major home improvement retailer. Uh, there was a refrigerator that was, that was purchased. And I was told that it would take 10 days to get it delivered. And at, at that moment, I, I enrolled in the supply chain logistics industry, <laughs> spent a lot of time learning about it, spent, spent, you know, a lot of time building the first iteration of the platform. And what we built was a digital courier solution, not a platform. You know, we started out as a, like an Uber for delivery, mm -hmm. uh, demand delivery, also, you know, doing some home moving, you know, so we were very diversified in things we would move and deliver. Um, after operating for about a year and a half, realized whoa, you know, there's a much bigger opportunity here to build an enterprise solution, to build that platform, you know, that becomes a single source of truth for all things, capacity, tracking, performance, customer rating. Um, and so that's what we did. We decided to build the platform. And instead of being the courier, hey, there's a lot of great couriers out there. Yeah. 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 Why reinvent the wheel, right? Right. They just need to be efficiently deployed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what our solution does. And, that, you know, that's how I became engaged in the space. You know, uh, September of 2019 is when we made a big pivot and uh, we, we hired a great tech team and a great CTO. And, and we went to work and six months later, we deployed our first customer, which was Menard's Home Improvement. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. That, that's an amazing story, you know, from, from a simple fridge trying to get it delivered to a renovation to starting a whole company. That, that's superb. I love that. I love talking to entrepreneurs that really Thank take you. it up to scale. Yeah. Just, just put one step in front of one foot in front of the other every day and don't stop. That's the, that's the key. Absolutely. I agree with you. And, and so when we talk about platforms, right, I think that always kind of, uh, you know, uh, scares a little bit, you know, the mid tier level, clients and the low tier level clients, you know, when we talk about retailers, right, they, they, they're scared of so many different platforms and having to manage those platforms and the cost of those platforms. Yeah. So with that, is one rail for the large enterprise industry only, or is it really a plug and play solution that can play nice with everybody in the playground? So OneRail started out, you know, heavily focused on big enterprise. So Fortune 500 retailers, uh, you know, large large-scale national uh, wholesale product distributors. We've since moved down more into the mid-market where we're serving, you know, uh, an 80-store uh, premium pet food chain called Pet People. You know, we're working with Skullcandy, the number two headphone uh, manufacturer in the United States. So we're working with companies that aren't Fortune 500 companies. You know, we've moved down into that mid-market, and now I'm real excited in April, um, mm -hmm launching one rail in Shopify. So imagine, you know, the hundred oh, in Shopify. Yeah. We're oh, wow. So now it's going to be for everybody. I mean, mom and pop shop, everybody. A, a one store furniture operator will have access to our 9 million driver network. They'll have access to the same decisioning logic 
and they and they can get up and running within within 48 hours. You know, they can they can literally get it activated, configured, and start shipping. You know, probably even sooner if we if if they wanted to prioritize getting live. So, super excited about that. That's going to be in April. You know, we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of PR and excitement around that. Uh, it's our first foray, you know, down into the SMB and and small cap. Uh, wow! Wow, that's that's very very exciting. I'm I'm happy you shared that with us. I don't know if we were the first ones to hear about it, but that's super exciting. I mean, yeah. oh, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Thank you for sharing those news with us. Mm-hmm. And for everybody hearing this about Shopify, right? A lot of times, I've met with a lot of clients that we've had in the past, and and they they try to plug in these applications in Shopify. Some of them are not as friendly as others, right? So, is there a line of support for OneRail for all the consumers that are out there that are going to have the ability to use it in Shopify? Yeah, yeah. We so we have a support infrastructure, you know, that's really fit for our enterprise clients today. We have a more nimble support infrastructure that would support our our small, you know, SMB shippers that would be using Shopify, and also a support infrastructure for their customers. So when their customers have a problem with the delivery, you know, we'll be handling all of that from our headquarters here in Orlando, um, just as we do, you know, a large Fortune 500 retailer. So for us, it's a big commitment to making sure the same quality infrastructure is there, the same technology plus capacity plus humans, whether it's a one-store furniture operator or the largest furniture store in the United States. That is amazing. That is amazing. Guys, if you're starting your own business, if you have your own small business, right, this is definitely an application you want to add on to your Shopify store. I mean, you're getting top quality uh, you know, service for, for the capability that you will have for your business, you know, without having to break the bank. That, that is great. And, and last mile delivery, it is the key. It will help you really turn your business around. And with that, when we talk about last mile delivery, right, can you expand for us since you're the expert uh, rather than me, what really differentiates a business, right? Because most, when it comes to last mile delivery, I think most businesses think, oh, once I made the shop on my e-commerce or once I made the, you know, buy online, buy on store, pick up at your pick up in store, you know, those type of uh, purchases, I'm done. And really you're not done because it only starts the experience of your customer, right? That's, you just, you nailed it. Um, you know, first of all, last mile delivery accounts for 52% of the fulfillment costs. So along that whole fulfillment journey, you know, from a factory in China per se, you know, over the ocean to a port, inbound middle mile, 52% of that cost is getting it from uh, to the final destination. You know, and the way the way final mile or last mile is defined is it's the final movement uh, from one balance sheet to another, right? So the goods are exchanging hands from one balance sheet to another. So mm-hmm. there's different facets of final mile. Um, the thing that's really important, you know, to keep in mind when you when you look at our solution is that we're we're optimizing, you know, every step of the way. So we're optimizing the shipping mode, we're optimizing the carrier courier for cost and for quality. And uh, that's something that's very unique about what we're doing. How we differentiate um, is really uh, two or three things. One, you know, our algorithms are are solid. We we have the ability to modulate, you know, deprioritize couriers based on on-time rates, loss runs, uh, successful or unsuccessful deliveries. That algorithm is doing so many different things. We think of it as a decision engine. It's the brain. Mm-hmm. So there, there's so much work that goes into that on a daily basis to continue evolving uh, the decision engine. That's really the logic of the whole platform. So that logic 
when you couple it with the capacity of our network, you know, none of the other uh, companies that are in sort of uh, logistics operating system slash orchestration platform space also have a courier network. So we own the delivery. One rail actually owns the delivery facing the shipper. We then partner with, with over 400 uh, different delivery companies to execute that. So when you couple the logic with the actual capacity, you can do things that are impossible. You know, otherwise, you're just a software company because we're, we're, we're really partnered directly with those delivery companies. Um, we coach them up. You know, if we see on-time rates slipping into the 80 percents, you know, we'll have a conversation. And the algorithm, it's almost like a credit score in real mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Delivery gets better than the last delivery. The third thing we're doing to differentiate is, again, the human component. I can't stress how important it is to take the friction out of delivery for a shipper to reduce the number of phone calls to the store by thousands of calls a day. You know, when you figure every call is $6, you know, cost to that to that retailer, and you can eliminate thousands of calls a day. Uh, because of the technology, and then the few calls that do happen we're handling on behalf of our customer, it, it liberates our shippers so they can focus on their business. They can focus on adding value, not asking where, you know, answering the question, where's my stuff? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, it, it pays for itself three times over, right? I mean, it, it does. It, it, that's actually the threshold that we target is a 3x ROI. Nice, nice. No, that's that's great. And and also, I think for a lot of, uh, why do you think a lot of retailers, right? Even though it's a big movement, a lot of people are getting on the train, right? There's still a lot of pushback, in my opinion, from a lot, and not just small businesses. I'm talking about like Fortune 500 enterprise, you know, companies that they're either not interested in it, they're not engaging it, or they're waiting for I don't know what to take place. Well, why do you think there's that pushback? Is it because too much red tape, too much complexity in order to make these decisions, or they don't think there's an added value in there, or what is really holding them from from getting on? They probably haven't experienced enough pain yet. You know, pain leads to transformation, or vision leads to transformation. It's either vision, yeah. <laughs> there or it's pain when you're forced into doing it. So what we see with our solution, you know, we have customers that, that are over a hundred years old that have totally re-architected how they do business because of one rail, you know, in terms of, uh, we just have a, had a, a major, one of the top five consumer packaged goods companies in the, in the world um, wow. for the first time in a hundred years delivered product on a third party contracted courier, not their own truck. And so uh, they have dedicated lanes now at their warehouses that are branded one rail. You know, that that's a big deal. We have customers that change the way they operate at the store level. So the reason it takes time, Carlos, is because what we do is truly cross-functional. If you want to get the true ROI out of one rail, there's a technology decision that has to be made. There's a transportation decision that has to be made. There's a store ops decision that has to be made. The CFO gets involved. A lot of times... You know, in 2022 versus 2002, you're seeing leadership, CMO, CEO, CFO, customer officer, digital officer. They're the ones that are asserting change, and then they're they're having a collaborative cross-functional process to pick a solution. The companies that haven't realized that this is a cross-functional decision are laggards. In other words, if they're just empowering one department in their company to make these decisions, 
they're not going to maximize the ROI. And, you know, for decades, transportation's made all the decisions. Now transportation is one component of a much bigger strategic decision. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine when e-commerce itself, you know, emerged in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, that, be, that was a big decision for retailers. And a lot of them just licensed it out to, to, to e-com platforms. It was the mid-2000s that companies like even Walmart took their e-com in-house, owned it put a department in place, you know, you're seeing the same thing to enable a true omni-channel promise. You have to own your, your, your supply chain and your logistics solutions, and you have to make it a cross-functional decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think you hit, you hit the nail on the door, you know, like it's exactly right. Like it has to be a collaborative effort at all times, especially your supply chain, your e-commerce. Now everything is so well integrated and the consumer is so accustomed to being able to purchase from every one of the platforms and get the same level of service yeah. that if you don't have that, you're, it's not only the, the, the customer experience, but it's even the cost of the merchandise, right? You can be, you can actually make your e-commerce platform not be financially stable, right? Because if you don't, if you don't look at how quickly you can get your shipment, plus what's the most cost effective for your company internally, you know, and how you can provide that better experience ultimately with the returns that you're offering through e-commerce with all the, you know, the free shipping, all of those promotions that all these companies have, it, it can actually become unstable financially if you don't have a very solid platform that really connects all the systems into into one absolutely you know and that's that was the whole catalyst for saying hey we need to stop being a courier there's a lot of great couriers out there there's thousands of great couriers out there let's make it you know where can we make maximum impact and it, it just felt to me like maximum impact was one source of truth one source of logic all the data coming back and then putting, and this is a big one, putting the, the experience first, putting the shopper first by putting the shipper first. And what that means is what OneRail does, we can take all these 400 delivery companies down here and all the messaging that's going to the shopper, the end consumer is branded to the shipper. The retailer's brand is front and center on the tracking link. You know, you don't see the courier and, and we're not trying to devalue the courier. But at the end of the day, the shipper is the one making the promise to the customer. Uh, we just did a, uh, some research, some retail research with 150 retail decision makers. 94% uh, of the time, the customer blames the retailer for a missed promise, not the courier. They don't even care who the courier is. They, they yeah, and, and they don't want to deal with it, right? That's right. At the end of the day, if I'm going back to your store to purchase more product, right? It's back to the retailer, to your point. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yep. No, that's phenomenal. And, and I have one last question for you, Bill. And I always like to ask this to all of our guests. You know, if you have one piece of advice for all the people that are thinking of transitioning for maybe corporate America to becoming an entrepreneur, people that are starting their own business, people that are going through that growing pain journey, right, that we all experience when we start our first business, what would be that one piece of advice that you would like to give? I'd say that the single piece of advice is understanding understanding how important it is um, to be cross-functionally minded. You know, this is a, this is a big, it's a big decision to implement an enterprise solution. It's an even bigger one. It's an even bigger decision to, to empower a solution that impacts the store level operation through tech, through the customer promise. So understand that whether you're picking one rail or, or one of our competitors, it doesn't matter. Run the right process and think holistically 
you know, this is not a transportation decision. This is a how are we going to do business for the next 10 or 20 years decision. And um, my, my experience uh, before this, I built a, a digital coupon platform. And today that platform processes 60, 70% of all the volume in the industry. Uh, about 40,000 store locations use that solution to process uh, grocery coupons mostly. And it was the same thing. You know, there, there's impact at the cashier level. There's impact to online, how you select the coupons. There, there's impact across the whole organization, how merchandising dollars flow. And, and it's no different here. You know, just, just having that holistic mindset that you're going to do business a different way instead of taking just a single threaded approach. Absolutely. No, I love the advice. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And for everybody out there, just remember, right? The key to having your business is having the capacity to evolve and the industry itself, your clients themselves, they will tell you how you need to evolve. You just have to be willing to listen and be willing to accept change. And like Bill mentioned, be willing to look at things you know, in a holistic way, because that is the future, right? It will never change. It will never go back to one department. This is, you know, your little horse and this is your one area. It will never go back to that. With technology advancements, it's just going to continue to get more and more and more uh, inter-involved. You know, there's going to be a synergy within every single department, within every single industry. That's right. Thank you so much. Yeah, ROI across the whole org. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bill, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for being with us. And for everybody out there, uh, we're going to have Bill uh, information at the bottom. And also we're going to have OneRail information so you guys can reach out to his team. If you have more questions about OneRail, uh, whether <clears throat> you're interested about, you know, the new upcoming Shopify plug and play solution that they're going to have, or whether you're a mid-scale retailer or, or large enterprise and, and your organization is looking at how to improve your last mile delivery, uh, Bill and his team are always there a phone call away or an email away to help you guys uh, in order to start that transition. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate it. Thank, thanks always. If you wish to have a conversation with us, then email us at retailcorner at proxima360.com or visit our website at theretailcorner.proxima360.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and see you next time.